it's like um i mean i feel depleted i feel depleted too <laughs> like yeah been, i was thinking about we that, don't have but... any more journey to, to like we we made it we like, need frankly yeah. i i'm a catholic now i'm not like i i used to be all shy about it but like i you know i follow christ like <laughs> i'm just going with that you know so the beings i love are creatures they were born by chance my meeting with them was also my chance they will die what they think do and say is limited it is a mixture of good and evil i have to know this with all my soul and not love them Is that like a di- is diabolical oppression like a term for possession? Yeah. It's well, not, it's it it's not the same as possession. Possession is like a more total. I forget what the exact distinction of it is. Possession is like. I think it's when you've given your. I think it's when you've given your body and soul over to a demon. Okay. And. Um, Oppression is more like, uh, oppression is when you're being like affected from without. So like, makes sense. Like you're behaving in. So it's more than just the ordinary activity of the devil, which is temptation. Okay. Which everyone has to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not full possession, apparently. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like a concerted effort, but like your soul is still intact. Yeah. You're just like, but you're definitely you behaving. Might get, you might get like sick or you might have like behavioral problems. Yeah. That like don't have good explanations. Okay. But, but he, but at, you know, as the movie highlights pretty, pretty effectively, you know, it's important to distinguish between uh, psychological causes. Yeah. And make, rule that out before you, you know, move to any mm-hmm. supernatural treatments. Um, so <laughs> pray for her. <laughs> so true. Yeah. That's going be, might be an issue, but, um, scoot over a little, I think. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't start buzzing. Sounds fine. What's up, Nick? What's up, Hank? What's good? Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough, it's a tough time. It is a tough time. Uh, but it feels, it feels like our tough time personally. Yeah. Kind of in, uh, in the background now. Yeah. It feels like the wave crested and mm-hmm. settled. Yeah. Yeah. For all you Anchorette listeners, uh, well, what do we want to say exactly? We're back or (laughs) we never left 
we never left. I think we were... We never left. Yeah. Um, we never intended to leave anyway. No, but we definitely... <laughs> we, we, definitely were, we were AFK. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? Away from keyboard. Yeah. We were, we were AFK. Um, BRB Church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know that reference? BRB Church? I yeah. don't. That's... Yeah, I don't even want to <laughs> say what that is. That's right. Bro. It's like a fork champagne. <laughs> um, you can look that up. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like we've been having. I mean, we've we've recorded on this topic. You know, I, who knows if we're going to integrate it into this. Yeah. If it fits, I feel like yes. And if it doesn't, no. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that was kind of the start of a of a process of like trying to figure out like what we actually wanted from this. Yes. And like, did we want it? Did we want to keep trying to like push the same methods yeah <laughs> that we that we uh used to kind of make the episodes we made yeah um when our lives were drastically different yeah um can you say a bit about the what changed i mean from from the beginning of our show yeah um we kind of have like we we've kind of formed like a circle of like of almost like i don't know like we've we've gained good friends through it yeah um we're both in like in love now yeah in relationships yeah uh we both which we which we became like profoundly uncomfortable about i think yeah for a little while not not like in the relationships but like i think in our friendship and in our creative relationship yeah Yeah. i mean we like we just like assumed that we could just like keep yeah that like our that our closeness like uh like did not need like upkeep and could not like change or something like that yeah and then like (laughs) it was like was drastically in need of upkeep and change and like not like keeping like recording podcasts yes about like upward spiral (laughs) yeah like we couldn't just keep being like yeah like life is so dope like you know we're in this together yeah we did record an episode like that and it was crazy yeah it sounded (laughs) really unhinged (laughs) and it ended with me like personally calling out like some ops (laughs) just being like Shout out to you. <laughs> Shout out to you, honestly. <laughs> We're just like avoiding our like our like actual relationship by like Yeah. Yeah. Um but I think to our, you know, to be gent- gentle with ourselves like I don't think either of us ever lost the intention to to be close with each other and to sustain this i think i can say for myself that i was experiencing a block around my own emotions and a problem with acceptance of my own fears Mm -hmm. 
and maybe some pride that was keeping me from um, being able to speak truthfully with you. Yeah. And also was like resulting in this thing where it's like, you know, when, this thing that we do, like whatever it's going to become. And I think we'll, we'll talk about what that is, but like, uh, when, when we can't be real, it's, it's intolerable, <laughs> like to listen to, I can imagine. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like to have people, um, analyzing themselves who are not like <laughs> in touch with themselves. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, that's like, that's one of the worst things, you know, to, and that's fine. You know, fuck it. Like that. I think that's been part of the growth for me is just like, it's okay for us to not be in touch with ourselves sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't make us bad or like we're not doing well. Right. Yeah. No, as long as you are able to <laughs> come back and realize that yeah. we're not in touch with ourselves, you know. Yeah. That you you know. You aren't being real and you're and like what you've been analyzing is like <laughs> a complete falsehood. Yeah. Or whatever. Um Yeah, no, I I felt very similarly. I was like um really really worried that like i mean not it shouldn't even be worried but i I was i was it was very apparent to me that like the podcast was as you put it 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 consumed our relationship yes um and it did it 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 consumed and like tried to like take the place of it yes and I was scared that without, you know, recording episodes or things like that, like with all the change that was going on, that like we just like would end up not being friends. Yeah. And that would be like very sad and be yeah. very heartbreaking and make no, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, I think that it was, it was necessary though for us to, to like take time off and yes feel distance so that we could you know reorganize ourselves and our yeah and 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 find you know new meaning in this i was telling you i had a moment just before the retreat that i went on a few weeks ago where i was thinking like damn like maybe anchorette just we just need to go on hiatus and just you know embrace the distance and then like as soon as i sort of accepted that premise it only took me like two days to be like actually that's not right at all Mm -hmm. like i i like love doing this yeah and like i love hank and like it's like not right for us to not like make this stuff together but it's like yeah i had to get to the almost had to you know, entertain that falsehood before I could realize that it was not right. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. I love you too. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, no, I mean, I was kind of at the same point. You had started the, uh, the writer's journal. Right. I started that like 
midsummer, late yeah. summer or something, late summer. And it was it was like basically immediately received very well. Yeah. I mean the you know, we got into contact with with certain people. I mean we I don't <laughs> yeah. wanna name I don't wanna name drop, but it, yeah, I feel like it for sure it is important. I mean it came it comes back and I can like recommend, you know, the the series that he's doing and stuff like that. So maybe we'll get to that. But yeah. but I, I just I had that I had I've I've had this like I I don't want to say imposter syndrome, but it, it kind of it's it's and it's not no, it isn't that because it's it's more just a self doubt about yeah what we're doing here and like my, my desires with it yeah throughout all of the ep- earlier episodes we did yeah we would talk off you know like off mic off mic about you know doing these like kind of almost like like world building research projects yeah you know like like borgesian kind of like yeah you know like yeah like intuitive research projects essentially yeah that we really wanted to be able to do but we we had failed at because whenever we would come to the mic with we would get like i would start to get like lecturer brain yeah and just like i don't know Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just wouldn't, it wouldn't flow right. Yeah. And I became very scared of that um, because of my own doubts around my own like academic abilities. Yeah. In order, in, in ability to like do research. Yeah. And not just like come up with like, you know, like, like strange like <laughs> postulates of like yeah. a hidden reality or something. Totally. <laughs> um. I, which I feel too, like, even though I have more experience in academia, like, you know, there's a reason I left that's beyond just all the the sort of pragmatic stuff I can say. And part of that is that I am not, I do not think that way either. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't organize an argument yeah. that well. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's like, it's like scary to, yeah. to like for both of us who like want I wouldn't say we're we're perfectionists. Yeah. But I think uh, that like I'm a perfectionist. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. I just <laughs> want to say both yeah. of us together. Uh but like yeah, we want to we want um what comes out to be like like a real like vital expression yeah of like the connection between us. Yeah. And like of of what we like see in the world and, and we like want the material to be to speak for itself in a real way yeah like whatever we're, whatever subject we're looking at mm-hmm. um yeah we're not just like again we don't want to just be like reading wikipedia articles yeah um and i think that i was both very scared of that even up until like we tried to record the last uh the last time we recorded we were trying to like yeah it was we were just sitting down and like trying to like see where we were at yeah and like i had this idea that we were like we need to like dissolve like the idea of like anchor it as like a project Mm. which is like um uh, you know i i was afraid that like the work had entered in yeah 
um and then it wasn't like this like this relaxed kind of like us philosophizing about whatever and that it was like this it was it was this it had become like compulsion yeah yeah and unfreedom exactly we did feel like even though we like have never really regimented it or anything it felt like this like yeah like like this weight bearing down yeah Yeah. oh we got to get something like we got to get something out even though we would always tell ourselves that wasn't what was happening um and i mean then we talked about it again and you brought up like you know it is like it is okay for it to be a project (laughs) yeah like because like we find like we we find like real meaning in it yeah (laughs) i mean it's like like that's i think that's what we like like i like it being a project like when i think about what was feeling good about the the earlier phase of anchorette um it was like this is the the central thing in my life Mm -hmm. basically you know um i i wasn't ashamed to say that like i remember going around in that time and being like yeah i'm making a podcast Mm -hmm. and being like you know and what's what felt good about that wasn't necessarily that i knew it was great or something but like i i like um i like the idea or just the i like being my life being organized around something that isn't uh <laughs> ordinary yeah isn't like immediately obvious to people yeah you know and it's this thing that we're that we're doing mm-hmm. and you know i'm not saying it has to be like <laughs> this before everything um no for sure i i know, you know what, what i mean, exactly what I mean. Yeah. yeah like you should organize your life around things that give it meaning yeah <laughs> and that, yeah seems very like yeah you know, simple but it's like not and it's well, very hard it, to it reminds me of this push and pull that i feel you know throughout throughout my life um where i was just like writing this thing yesterday about about demons and it's like i was thinking about it, i was like yeah like i think like i really don't want i really don't want evil or like hell to exist mm-hmm. um and what I mean by that is like, I feel like there's all these times in my life where I want this, like, I'm almost like seeking this permission from like the universe to like, um, to like not be subjected to judgment or mm. to just like fuck off and like do what I want. Yeah. But what that means when I'm feeling that way is like really what that usually means is that like, I'm afraid of some tension that i have with another person mm-hmm. that hasn't been like brought into the light and as soon as like we had our conversation you know sort of dealing with our stuff it switched back to me being like no like i want to be subjected to your judgment in in this like anchorette project mm-hmm. like that's what makes that's what makes it good yeah but it, it, i don't want to just fuck off and write my writer's <laughs> journal by myself yeah. and have it be you know which isn't to diminish that that was that's been cool doing that too but like Mm -hmm. yeah it can't be the only thing yeah no there's space for it and yeah i mean as i as i told you that kind of 
I like right before we had our talk, I like felt like a weight off my shoulders when you were off at your retreat. And I think it was some kind of like, I just like felt like, Oh, I'm like, I was like, Oh, okay. I was driving. Yeah. I was on 94 by St. Paul and I like had like a click, like a very specific moment where I was like, Oh, things are okay. Yeah. Like, and that's, that's interesting. Yeah. And I, I think that it, you know, when you told me that it was like you had the realization, like, no, I do want to do this. And yeah, you know, there's been a block and yeah, let's move through it. Uh, yeah, it felt, felt right. Yeah. Um, I lost my train of thought there, but we're yeah. talking about like the research projects versus yeah, the personal aspect and the right. Um, the writer's journal. Mm hmm. Yeah, I feel like the, yeah, for me, again, not having that kind of like feeling like I have an ability to go and like mm-hmm. do, I, I do have an ability to go do like a deep dive into things and come back with like it very meaningful and interesting bits. But I, yeah, I don't know how to like organize those things. Yeah. And I'm very... I'm very scared at like the idea of anchorette shifting into that and yeah. uh not giving myself the kind of the grace yeah to like learn how to do that on the fly or like have it become like part of this evolving yeah thing um because we really don't want this to become like this explanatory like yeah <laughs> uh but I think equally like we've maybe part of part of why we want to do more of that is that we're excited by it like yeah we're really excited by like um <laughs> looking into various topics and themes <laughs> and like um it's a way of signaling that like for me it's a way of signaling like i care about my vaster world and my community and like we this you know the inward looking as the the um what's what's the word esoteric aspect of anchorette mm-hmm. versus exoteric has been um really rewarding but like i think it's too much pressure on you and i to be mining our <laughs> interior worlds for content right yeah, like absolutely it's like um i mean i feel depleted I feel depleted too. <laughs> like yeah. I, I was thinking about We that, don't have like, any more journey to to like we we made it. We like, need, frankly. Yeah. I I'm a Catholic now. I'm not <laughs> like I I used to be all shy about it, but like I, you know, I follow Christ like <laughs> I'm just going with that, you know. So I don't have any more <laughs> Well, I mean it's literally like uh, yeah, it like it the the <laughs> The gifts, the gifts were plenty. I can highly yeah. recommend starting a podcast with a friend. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I will. Uh, I will say, like, yeah, I feel. I feel. I felt within this like group of of kind of uh, our, our like uh, the like minded you know thinkers and like people that we would like to eventually have on. That's kind of like a yeah. part of our shift. That's part of what we want to do. Um, we like. I just like to just sit back and like watch it take place. Me too. 
because like i i feel like the dumbest guy in the room just like and not even in like any kind of meaningful i'm just like i got i'm just appreciating and like yeah anything that like (laughs) like i just feel depleted yeah uh for that kind of like i'm glad i'm glad to hear you say that frankly because like that's how i feel too yeah it's like i i don't want to bear the burden of being interesting um because we i think we were doing that because we were it was working because we were on fire with a certain thing mm-hmm. and we don't have to always be on fire for that we, our position from now on is to be like you're saying be humble and allow the thing to take place and yeah put put the groundwork in to like bring these conversations to fruition mm-hmm. and we're gonna try these more um research and thematic episodes and like you know see how it goes Mm -hmm. I've been tired to it. 
I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I think me we're too. gonna like dredge up, you know, some I, I feel like the thing is is that you know the things that we are interested in, in general yeah. aren't really I realize like it's not like a cursory like look up type of thing. No. You know, like we were talking about like Yuan Kulianu and a lot of his ideas like right away. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there's like no information on this guy like out there. Yeah, no one <laughs> no one talks about him. Yeah. Like we have hey, we can do a good thing by yeah, talking about him. Exactly. Yeah. Um and, you know, if that if that just kind of helps helps anybody you know yeah a give context bit. to the yeah. situation we're in because that's i think why we're interested in him and if maybe if you're interested in what we're talking about you can go back to like the second episode i don't I remember no where idea. we talked yeah. about try to talk about him a little bit but um yeah i mean basically like we're we're interested in we're interested in thinking about people who have prepared us to understand like the supernatural movements in our in our very modern world yeah not just going back to yeah it, well it's like the people yeah. who have who have uh very carefully preserved yeah. like like the information that um got people to where we are now yes and not in like a you know fucking like bronze age mindset like we need to be fucking <laughs> yeah greeks Crusaders. like yeah we need yeah. to be <laughs> you know like that stuff is like first of all that stuff is like that stuff is like fifth grade history yeah. i just want to put that out there that that kind of like <laughs> belief stuff it's literally for like yeah people who just like like the Greeks, like that's, that's yeah. it. And that's like, yeah, I did in like fifth grade. That's cool. Yeah. There's way more interesting stuff out there that really gives like a lot of context yeah. to like where we are now. And also like, set, you know, like kind of allows things to be like, you can feel a bit better about where things are and like how, how you react to them. Yeah. I think it can give you a little bit more of a foundation. I completely agree. And that's what we're interested in. So I think we're working on a, we haven't quite tooled it out all the way, but we're looking at a series on, I guess, visions of the past that inform us, maybe. Mm -hmm. Visions of the past, and we'll have various maybe iterations of this. And then we're also thinking about like a futures, a futures project. Mm-hmm. It with a maybe with a nod to like our our interest in utopianism, yeah. Um, specifically, like the utopianism of of someone like Ernst Bloch, mm-hmm. who who like sees the future as um, not necessarily something to be planned, but as this like moment of divination, yeah, something to be received. Mm-hmm. Um, so so we're working on projects that will like 
allow us to to do those like you know time uh whatever <laughs> time traveling uh, yeah. <laughs> maneuvers yeah yeah um and 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 we're hope we're hoping to do one soon that will involve Johan Kulianu and his understanding of basically um uh magic yeah. right mm-hmm. broadly speaking and 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 for my for my catholic friends um ma- magic doesn't have to be um black magic or sorcery right can just right. be an understanding of um spiritual movement yeah, exactly. Yeah. And often, uh, you know, even, even and it's, though and it's manipulation Catholic, and or, you know, yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, you know, the, I'm, I'm sure all, you know, all the Catholic stuff or not all of it, I'm sure mm-hmm. there are very small heretical sects and things like that, but sure. generally, yeah. you know, the things aren't magic, you know, say exorcism is not magic, but like, yeah, you know, it's, it's white magic. It's, yeah, it's, it is. You know, it's, it is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's magic for the benefit yeah. of, of humanity and our souls and things like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we want to, I, I feel like we should do kind of like a, a not really a shout out, but like a reference point. Cause yeah. I do feel like the, uh, uh, Barrett Avner's contain. Yeah. Series on utopianism and, and, and on leisure and leisure. Yeah. Um, really like, I feel like got the ball rolling again for us. Yeah. Um, Specifically in this way that's been like, I think characteristic of Anchorette stuff where like I was inspired by listening to something from his free time series and then I wrote a response to it and then he responded to that and then Hank got interested in it mm -hmm. and then like, it's like, yeah, no, I mean, it was, it, it, it was this very, it's this very interesting parallel current to like what, you know, we, we've been thinking about yeah. on and off mic. Yeah. And, um, I think that for me, you know, I was listening to it and thinking like, oh, he needs to read like this guy. He needs to read this. Like there are like multiple things. Yeah. He's on a parallel path, but like not even touching on like, yeah the stuff I was interested in that like kind of, you know, we, we would talk about when we first met and yeah. things like that. Um, and I was just like, yeah, he's like, he's hitting on something and it's very interesting because I didn't like contain. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't like what he was doing when he was like a nihilist. Well, it's, it's taken he's a like, certain trajectory. That's what I mean. Like yeah. he went through, you know, yeah. I feel like when I interacted with it, the little bit that I did, it was very dark. Yeah. And he's on like this trajectory of like, I'm going to like, like do something about my life. Yeah. And he's like, like changed meaning. He's like changed his method. Uh, like he's doing these like long form. Yeah. Like basically like expository, but very exploratory things. And like, I, what I really, really like about his free time series among just, superficials of what he looks into is like i feel like there's this shared thing of like resisting teleology in like in like whatever framework you're looking at so what i mean like 
he's looking to these strains in like Marxism or in workers' movements that have resisted like wanting to find like an ultimate solution in like the state. And right. and we do that I think when we look to spirituality. Mm-hmm. We we look for elements and things that are are not like immediately um yeah, I mean that's just I don't know, that's just the kind of thinking that I'm drawn to. And then like almost like weaving it together not being afraid to weave together the Marxism, yeah. <laughs> the materialism and the spiritual yeah. and, and knowing that like, that's something that we can build on together um, in a specifically like American project also. Yeah. Uh, and when we say America, we don't just mean like <clears throat> the nation state of America. Absolutely not. Yeah. I've, I, I, I don't know if I've ever like talked, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast, but I know I've yeah. like told you about this, Yeah. but I did have like a, I had an experience like five years ago where I'm like the, maybe it was longer. It was like 26 years ago, maybe. Yeah. But I, I, uh, I went to, I went to a 4th of July fireworks display on, on acid. Yeah. And I was like watching the fireworks go off. Yeah. And I was like contemplating like America in quotes. Yeah. And like the, the, you know, the kind of like, what it meant like what you know when when people do things what's like in their hearts yeah does not always come through yeah you know and and the spiritual aspect of it and i i do want to preface here as as someone who has experienced things where it's like you you aren't understand you know people hurt people by like and and then say like you don't understand like what's in my heart you know sure like I'm trying, like I, you know, I do care. I do, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say it's like that, you know, cause of course. Yeah. What America has done is, is fucking crazy. Yeah. But I do want to say that like, what is in the essence of like the American revolution and things like that. Yeah. Um, is not, it's not like set in stone and exactly it, it exists as like a what Jungians would call like like a prima materia or something. Exactly. And it's yeah. like we like we need to have like responsibility for it. Like mm-hmm. growing up in America and like having access to like the resources that we do. Yeah. And you know, I and I told you this and I'll put it on the mic. I've been having these like absolutely schizo thoughts lately where I'm like I don't know if any you know have you read Vallis? No. Okay. Philip K. Dick. Yeah, Philip yeah. K. Dick. But I, I read Vallis, and, like, I, I've i never had a book connect with me more, yeah. which is, like, an issue, because it is, like, <laughs> basically... Yeah. It's, like, it is kind of like a work of autofiction. Yeah. But it's, like, sci-fi. Yeah. Um, it's basically about Philip K. Dick's uh, experience of having what he thought was a... Um, satellite named Vallis shooting beams of information into his brain. Yeah. And then he wrote it down as like a science fiction book. Yeah. Um, but he basically the main character has S J would say that he got MK. He, uh, he definitely, he definitely did. did. <laughs> yeah, he definitely did. But his, his reaction, you know, to it, he would get these messages like, you know, uh, 
America is like an iron, you know, an iron cage and the Roman empire never ended. And, and what America is, is, is the Roman empire. Yeah. And like, they're fighting like on every timeline, like, yeah, like, uh, Christ and, you know, trying to keep like good out of the world. Mm. Um, and I have been feeling lately that like America is, uh, evil currently yes. it is evil uh the thing about that is is that you can't beat evil with hatred with more evil it feeds it yeah um, that's exactly what the great deceiver wants exactly and yeah. you, you need like as soon as i w- went from like i was a complete like i fucking hate america yeah to i just switched it like i fucking love america and yeah. that's why i am feeling responsibility towards it exactly because if you hate it and you distance yourself from it you're 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 just running yeah you're running you're not taking responsibility um so i do think that like a project is you know uh, and i would say that you're denying your own culpability yeah you're denying your own um yeah you can't just like (laughs) You can't just say, yeah, the right things. I yeah. think we, I think everyone is getting to a place. We've where you, done too many years of <laughs> I hate America. Yeah. Yeah. And we've done too many years of just in general, like I say the right things, therefore I'm a good person. Yeah. It just isn't true. Yeah. Everyone knows it on every side, no matter, you know, whatever you believe. Yeah. We all have to pick <laughs> up our cross. Yeah. And uh, so I think that there's a part of that. And I think that his investigations of you know his own love for america and like what the wilder corners of it the 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 people who have been you know had visions for it that got Mm -hmm. you know marginalized or you know aren't talked about yeah yeah and i i genuinely do feel like this redemption of america is necessary or you know yeah it will it will get very bad yeah um and i do think that 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 the current you know football game that's been played for like the last you know 150 years is just not yeah it's not a viable option it's not cutting it i was just uh i was just reading that joan didion book white album which is like essays that are mostly like reflections on the 1960s mm-hmm. and specifically the late 60s and i feel like there's been this real resurgence in like fascination with like not just like the cia but basically just like all these like psychic these like psychic like upheavals that happened Mm -hmm. at like the end of the 60s and like 1970 specifically and i'm like obsessed with this year of like 1970 and like i'm like interested in like these weird marxisms that emerged at that time not as much like the french ones and stuff but like you know the italian one where it's like marxism almost like like turns on its on its own premise and 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 you know this um autonomia movement comes out in italy where it's like no actually like what we're looking for is like to refuse work entirely and to like build this like absolute autonomy away from capital. Like we're not trying to like seize capital and like make, yeah. make it work for us. Mm-hmm. Like that's not going to happen. And I feel like there's a similar thing with 
that you can do with the concept of America where it's like, no, we're not trying to like, we're not trying to, um, harm reduce America (laughs) and make it, make it safe. Um, or yeah, I guess, you know, obviously it should be safe, but like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, but we're, we're, um, you know, it's like, it's like you're saying, like there's, there's this, there's this wild Elan, uh, this wild flame Mm -hmm. at the heart of, of like, you know, what it means to, to participate in, in America and it's it's messy. It it has like all these like exoduses and mm-hmm. and um, moments of of violence that like have to be reckoned with. Yeah. If we want to like, you know. Yeah, I mean the 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 clean logical yeah. Uh, kind of method of life and like culture that that we've basically grown up in yeah is the dream of the 90s yeah i mean it's 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 like incipient fascism yeah exactly (laughs) and and, but it has it you know i think i think as we all know like the fascism is like a i'm saying as we all know but maybe not yeah fascism is is a very it it morphs itself it's very tricky it's evil it's counter-revolution so it, it has to respond in all these creative ways to, to revolution. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Yeah. And, and, and again, what I like, I want to stress that again, that and, and capitalism, the way you see them, them morph. Yeah. And the way that they'll find themselves in your life, it is evil. Yeah. And evil is a very powerful thing. Yeah. Um, and it can take many forms and it's very tempting. That's the whole thing that it does yeah and you know and and to go back to your point like wanting there to not be evil or a hell yeah is very tempting it is because it means you can just it's all fine exactly and and but that also allows evil and hell to exist here yeah (laughs) it gives them dominion exactly yeah um so yeah, I just I don't know. That's like what I've been like rocking with lately. I just want to yeah. like I just want to like do like battle against evil. <laughs> Same in my in my life. And no, I had a I had a profound experience with this on my retreat, and yeah. I've been you know yesterday I wrote something about it, but I I was like, damn, this is crazy that I'm like I people some people might think I've jumped the shark. Yeah. you know and frankly like that doesn't i don't care yeah <laughs> like you shouldn't like that's the, that's... I, I i fully agree with what you're saying like i've seen the workings of evil in my own life and you know there is a there is a great deceiver at the heart of things call it what you want mm-hmm. but that like that wants to get you into a place where yeah you're so confused that you don't see you don't see evil mm-hmm. or you don't, um, you know, you can't step into the light of the truth. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, part of what we're doing is it's always been trying to do that. Yeah. Stepping back into the light. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's the weird thing about it is that often the truth comes from like very 
it'll come from very weird disparate places yeah and places you may not want to hear it from yeah but it will it will stand yeah that's the thing is that the truth will reverberate in your soul yeah and it will stand regardless of if you accept it or not it things come back around yeah in in weird ways and and that's you know i've been i've been feeling that a lot lately yeah just like comparing my beliefs and interests of like the past five years like what has like remained totally and like what i've just been like damn that was crazy yeah (laughs) it was crazy i was on that yeah yeah um but yeah i mean like i i think that that's like a thing that's not often said but most people get is like yeah the truth like stands regardless yeah um and i think that like you know bringing more good into this world and it in a in a place that we can, or, or I guess in a, uh, setting, or a set, I just mean like for things to be like very grassroots for us, mm. not, you know, I think that like not effect, institutionalized. Yeah. Affecting change. Yeah. In, in, on like a larger scale is like, is, is, I think we're not it we're not joining out. the patriot movement. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, fuck no. <laughs> no, we just want to like we yeah. want to like be doing good. Yeah. In our in our own lives. Yep. And we want we want other people to feel if you if you have any of that impulse inside you, we want you to feel like you're not alone and that we'll be your we'll be your compatriots for sure. In that yeah um but yeah i think i think the the stuff coming up will be like very interesting i feel like yeah we talked about we, we've been like travel logs have kind of like come into play yeah i mean we we both went to Colombia. yeah uh, for our friend's wedding and we and we'll probably have him on to kind of talk about like yep the americas because i mean he lives in colombia he lives in colombia and people talk about south america but they don't uh, i mean we i think both had an experience there that was a realization that americanism is just as operative there as it is here yeah Uh, despite the way people in north america sometimes think of this kind of uh, maybe primitive authenticity Mm -hmm. to south america that's probably you know, based on racism and yeah. other factors, <laughs> imperial control. Yeah. But like, yeah. No. Like, that synthetic quality of America. Exactly. Yeah. I think there was like a very, yeah, it was just like, it was <laughs> so, it got down there and I was just like, oh my God, like I, I know, like I feel a very, a very real familiarity with this place yeah. and with the people here. And uh, I think we have things to learn. We're going to talk to Eamon. We, we want to talk to a couple of our friends that are much more well-versed in matters of the natural world and the various chemical and physical you know, processes that abound there. Mm-hmm. Talking about Jack and Gustav. Yeah. Um, There's Soviet arborists. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully we won't just talk to dudes. I would love for that to be the yeah, case. Yeah, I would love for us to speak to other other people than men also yeah absolutely 
We've got some things in our we've got some things in our arsenal. Yeah. But it's going to be a lot more talking with friends, which is like a thing that I like I forgot until just now. Yeah. That's like a thing that I like had like wanted to do like before we like officially like started Anchorette. Yeah. That was kind of like the inspiration for mine was like literally listening to this like Oh yeah, that's pa- right. Patreon exclusive like I just like randomly paid five dollars. It was for like this a New random, York thing. It was yeah. a New York thing, but it was like a person who was kind of like a like adjacent to like Dime Square, but like not. Yeah. And there, she she was just like interviewing her friends. Everyone is adjacent like, to Dime Square, but not literally. Them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was like it was like people who like weren't involved yeah. no, and, sure. and were for critical sure. of what was going on, which is very interesting for sure. Um, but it was like yeah, basically people who were not like yeah really influencers they were just like doing things like yeah they had, like they were like going to school or like yeah i remember you job. telling me about that yeah it was very like yeah. it was very interesting and inspiring to me as like a as like a format of a podcast yeah um yeah so we'd like so to we're do, gonna more, do of more of that more long form stuff yeah and um hopefully more i would just like to say more physical events too yeah we did a few parties and our our party hosting era might be like slightly uh not over but you know on hold but like i'd like to see if we can do more incorrect stuff in person absolutely because i think people responded well to it and it makes me they feel did. good to be able to host things yeah me yeah too. yeah i love hosting things i have to pee really bad um so i'm just gonna do that and cool we can see if there's any other <laughs> Mexe, 
Senta remolange, quebra gostosinho. Depois paga o tete, a Júlia desce, mexe. Senta gostosinho, depois vai pagar o tete, a Júlia desce, mexe. Senta remolange, quebra gostosinho. Depois paga o tete, a Júlia desce. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read that the, that part about from Baudrillard's America about Minneapolis. Shouts out Sam for dredging this one up. Uh, let me see if I can find. This is from uh, Baudrillard's America. Aeronautic missionary of the silent majorities, I jump with cat-like tread from one airport to the other. Now it's the blazing woods of New Hampshire, casting a fleeting reflection in the mirror of New England. Yesterday it was the steepling gentleness of skyscrapers. Tomorrow it will be Minneapolis, with its sweet-sounding name, its gossamer string of vowels, half Greek, half Cheyenne, evoking a radiating geometric pattern at the edge of the ice sheets, at the horizon of the inhabited world. Speaking of the silence of the masses and the end of history, and casting an eye over the immensity and radiance of the lake. A biting wind blows over it, away to the east where night is falling. Planes pass overhead, silent as the wind, behind the window panes of the hotel, and the first neon signs begin to roll slowly above the city. What an amazing place America is. All around is Indian summer, its mildness presaging snow. But where there are 10,000 lakes... Oh, sorry. But where are the 10,000 lakes... The utopian dream of a Hellenistic city on the edge of the Rockies. Minneapolis, Minneapolis. After the patrician elegance and feminine gentleness of the Indian summer in Wisconsin. Minneapolis is merely a rural agglomeration, simply waiting in darkness amid its silos and hunting grounds for the winter and the cold on which it prides itself. Damn, it goes so hard. <laughs> That's beautiful. It is beautiful. Yeah. Um yeah i don't know it feels like very it's like a really awesome like estimation i mean when was this written probably like the 80s 80s yeah i mean it minneapolis has probably changed a lot since then but Mm. the feeling of like it's on the horizon the horizon (laughs) yeah there's this (coughs) this con this yeah this feeling of awaiting something yeah or being on the edge of something mm-hmm. i like and and as we've talked about before mm-hmm. i do genuinely feel that like i feel it less than i did last summer when i was on like an absolute high yeah. anchor at high yeah but i like genuinely feel that like something is like up here yeah not, and not in like minneapolis is up next because i don't want that yeah of course not but i do want I do, I do want and believe and see Minneapolis as as really quietly producing things that are very important. Yeah. Um and and I think that's only going to grow. I think about how how we've just given up um culturally the the ability for people in places that are just not like the coasts Mm. or Austin, Texas or whatever to be making things. Yeah. Um, you know, you look at, you look at like movements throughout history 
I mean, I was just I was just reading about uh suprematism yesterday because yeah. uh Sam mentioned it. And you know, I knew a bit more about constructivism, but suprematism like Yeah. It was like talking about like where I I kind I kind of just like went down this rabbit hole to like specific like like distigial and things like that. Yeah. Um but that like literally came out of like fucking a nowhere's town in in the Netherlands where Netherlands like, yeah. And and it's just like that's that is like a European thing and yeah. that that can really like like this like pastoral like intellectualism yeah yeah like it really Which should be a part of the american tradition it and is we, and we and it is and we should keep it alive yeah. yeah yeah instead of just building hobby farms that i mean no no shade to hobby farms <laughs> but like instead of just branding everything mm-hmm. and being like yeah come you know have a glass of lavender lemonade at our farm like let's do a Bauhaus in rural wisconsin yeah like you know. Yeah, and and the thing is, is that while it is true that like the the milieu that you are in affects, yeah, um, like your pursuits and your projects, yeah, and like in certain formulations, we've uh, we have like elected certain cities to do certain things where you can like go there and be like, I'm going to be a writer and I will, and I will meet with all the writers in this. Yeah. Uh, I, I just want to remind that like your, your mind is, is separate from, you know, your mind is still working no matter where you are. Yeah. And you can also like, there are so many beautiful people in the world Yeah, that, you know, want to like be around you. And I think that once Minneapolis gets over itself culturally, yeah, uh, tw- you know the the towards like the freezing and the the maintaining of of groups of people and a closed offness. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if people work away from that, yeah, and I think that that's oh, you know a lesser form of evil. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think that if people work their way away from that like really beautiful things will happen here. I totally agree. Yeah, there's a there's um what's the what's the thing that we what's the Kybalion philosophy as above so below? Yeah, but what's it called again? Um the word the oh, philosophy. Not hermeticism. Yeah. Like yeah, hermeticism. hermeticism. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I feel like you're calling for like a mild, a mild like, like Midwestern Hermeticism. Yeah. Of of you know basically, the, the world is made up of mind, in in a certain degree. Mm -hmm. And if like yeah, we're not. I'm a Marxist again too, so I haven't abandoned, you know, the material. But like, I I feel like yeah, um, we that that was what excited i mean that's why we said minneapolis is the best city in the world we said that not because it all we already you know can measure that we said that because as a demonstration of that idea yeah and we still i still believe in that absolutely i think i have my moments of doubt and that's that that's that temptation of the great deceiver creeping in you know i'm living living in the living in the midwest is is the perfect primer yeah for mind 
because we are so fucking concerned about the materiality yeah. of this world here. Yes. The we have six months of the year where it's just fucking brutal winters. Yeah. We don't have you know, I think that Well that's what yeah. we learned with our sauna last yeah. last winter is that the brutality of the winter is is mental and we put ourselves through it. Literally. You know. Yeah. And yeah. And, and being able to like change that focus being able to like say what's up to a a person who just moved into town yeah or someone who like you've known your entire life but have never really talked to because they're a part of a different fucking social group yeah and hey let's let's maybe let's stop hating on the crust punks you know maybe let's see what they what they have to offer (laughs) so true yeah you know like come on it's true yeah it's true um yeah i just i don't know i feel like i'm in i'm in this I'm I'm in this really open open uh place and I just like want that to like continue. Yeah. But I'm also feel like I've been feeling very closed off from myself. So I want I want I kind of like you. that. Yeah. That to like move in yeah. a, a different direction. I agree. I feel that too and I think part of what it is is I've been very objective oriented lately. Like I feel like I've got these goals that you know, don't necessarily have to do with this podcast even. And so this is a good, I think this will be a good vehicle for us to resume the project, but not to have it be the project of like acquiring security or something like that. Yeah. Right. It's a different kind of orientation on the America tip and the Midwest tip. I just want to say that, um, yesterday me and Eamon went, um, frolfing, disc golfing at, um, it's called Bassett Creek or Bass Creek something, something like that, park yeah. in, in Crystal, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. And Crystal is one of those sort of... It's the gem of the Twin Cities. It's one of those, yeah, sort of labyrinthine 1960s you know, maybe. That's where my dad grew up. Um, suburbs where the, the roads are, um, you know, purposefully not, not gridded. Mm-hmm. And they wind around, you know, the sort of small lakes and um and there's just something there was it, we, we did it around 5 6 p.m so the sun is just starting to set around you know six yeah and like playing this game that like is basically like a, a total like total leisure sport you mm-hmm. know of like you just you're just walking along this course and like you know tossing these discs that have these like molded plastic like you know psychedelic like color prints and there's just something so like so like the european mind cannot comprehend this you know and um it was it was dope we should all go frolfing i agree yeah (laughs) (laughs) awesome yeah, I'm feeling pretty good with this. Yeah, I think I think we said what we needed to say. Yeah, and I think we just need to go and go and get to studying. Absolutely, let's let's get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah, first I feel like we're gonna do Kulianu. Yeah. Um, and that's part of kind of the past, and we'll talk about that. And yeah. I'm thinking. Future, and I'm thinking there's the that, present. 
and then I also am, I'm having an idea for like a I'm having an idea for an Anchorette 1970 episode yeah which I'm in my vision is a way of us addressing the various uh, currents of obsession around like psyops and my psychic yeah. warfare and like psychedelics psychedelics yeah. and I, w- I think that would be it i would love to do something there and yeah. then you know we'll see where it takes us probably a yeah excited to talk with Eamon about bogota about south america yeah so we'll get tyler back we we were planning on having the return episode being Tyler uh, doing an inquisition inquisition on us, but yeah. that turned out to not need to happen. Not necessary, which is often the case. You often don't need this extreme yeah. situation to pry you out of to make an opening. As my know? as my old AA sponsor Luke would say, uh, you know, it's you're you're in the water thrashing around and screaming out for help when the the life vest is just within arm's reach mm-hmm. you're just ignoring it yeah yeah contrary to the to the uh edgy people on on tumblr and twitter yeah. you don't you don't need a trepanation to open your mind you yeah know? <laughs> yeah that's true um don't sweet all right love you nick love you too i'm really excited for for what's to come me too and i'm really thankful for everyone who listens to this episode who listened to it before and i'm i'm thankful if somebody listens to this episode and it's their first episode yeah welcome 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 back welcome aboard yeah yeah sweet all right all right have a, have a good night <laughs> have a good night Ooh, big head on the beat now I'm back like I never left, boosties and I step, I got stripes like a fucking rep, I heard I'm a rep, throwing racks, running up a check, still ain't had no sex, before I even got released, I put some water on my neck. Now I'm back like I never left, boosties and I step, I got stripes like a fucking rep, my hood I'm a rep, throwing racks, running up a check, still ain't had no sex, before I even got released, I put some water on my neck. I'ma need a model who be posting all my captions Fuck me in the studio, I like my bitches nasty She studying a nigga, give me brain, I call it classic Take your drawers off, got a curfew, take it all off Still a spray your nigga like the perfume off the mall wall Leave him sitting sideways, bitch, I think I'm power wall Just got lots in Houston, driving sippin' so we not off Swingers, step a slide of shooters, you're in danger Trim a game, big on my chain, so I'ma keep a banger Stop posting our pictures, we ain't cool, you trying to frame us Sorry for the wait, now I'ma pin the spot that way now I'm back like I never left, boosties and I step I got stripes like a fucking rep, I heard I'm a rep Throwing racks, running up a check, still ain't had no sex Before I even got released, I put some water on my neck Now I'm back like I never left, boosties and I step I got stripes like a fucking rep, my hood I'm a rep Throwing racks, running up a check, still ain't had no sex Before I even got released, I put some water on my neck Now I'm back, pulled up with the mat, drummers get you clapped In the back of a fucking leg, and this bitch all black Don't get smacked, we don't get a tap, we ain't getting jacked Fucking free my favorite rapper, I can't mention these ain't slides I ain't slime, baby, look on mine, either way I'm slide I do crimes, I'm still on my grind, they mad I'm still signed I don't snort, but I'm doing lines, straight off of my mind Wanna watch for every second that I had to do that time I miss 
the part where we stopped getting bankrolls. I missed the part where it got cool for us to pay hoes. I missed the part where pussy niggas ass say so. Now the world is loose, you pussy niggas better lay low. Now I'm back like I never left. Pussies and I step. I got strikes like a fucking ref. I heard I'm a ref. Throwing racks, running up a check. Still ain't had no sex. Before I even got released, I put some water on my neck. Now I'm back like I never left. Pussies and I step. I got strikes like a fucking ref. My hood, I'm a ref. Throwing racks, running up a check. Still ain't had no sex. Before